Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, May 9th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Megan Oftermat. And I'm Noah Osborne. And here are some headlines for you today. New Jersey lawmakers held a joint press conference this morning to protest New York's plan for congestion pricing. The new initiative includes a toll for commuters driving into the Central Business District in Manhattan. That's any area south of 60th Street. While the overarching goal of the new plan is to reduce pollution, New Jersey Congressman Josh Gottheimer worries the plan will only benefit Manhattan residents. In his speech today, Congressman Gottheimer laid out how the tolling program could disproportionately negatively impact New Jersey residents. That's why we're here today, to make sure the Department of Transportation Here's the voices of the hardworking middle-class commuters who will be forced to pay this absurd $23 a day, $5,000 a year congestion tax. Now that the congestion pricing plan has been approved by the Federal Highway Administration, it will be subject to a 30-day public review period before next steps can be taken. Today marks a new chapter in New York City's educational approach. New York City Schools Chancellor David Banks announced the New York City Reads program from PS156 in Brownsville, Brooklyn this morning. The new program addresses the fact that more than half of New York City students in grades 3 through 8 are not proficient in reading. Now the city's 32 local school districts will adopt one of three curriculums. The lesson plans will rely on evidence-supported teaching practices like phonics. These changes will be introduced over the course of the next two years years, with half of the city school districts expected to begin the program in September. Protesters in New York City police clashed outside of the Broadway Lafayette subway station last night. Nearly 150 people gathered around Houston and Broadway around 8.30 p.m. to express their outrage over the death of Jordan Neely. Neely was killed on the F train exactly a week ago when he was placed in a chokehold by Daniel Penny, another passenger on the train. The NYPD arrested nearly 11 people last night including a photojournalist. And I want to make it clear, we respect people's right to protest. We respect their their First Amendment rights, but we will not uh, tolerate people breaking the law. Protesters are calling for the arrest of Daniel Penny while the Manhattan District Attorney's Office continues to investigate Neely's death. Today is National Fentanyl Awareness Day. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid that is 50 times more potent than heroin and kills more than 200 Americans every day. The Drug Enforcement Administration and the nonprofit Song for Charlie teamed up to raise awareness about the dangers of the drug and to honor those who have died as a result of fentanyl. The DEA Museum and the Faces of Fentanyl exhibit in Arlington, Virginia, will have extended hours today. To learn more about the dangers of fentanyl and the exhibit, visit museum.dea.gov. Spring is a springin' and summer is a flutter. Ah, Noah, what are you on about now? Well, New Yorkers are in for a bit of a treat as sunsets will be happening later. Just a little sign that summer is on the way. In fact, the year's first 8 p.m. sunset will happen tonight. Well, I cannot wait for that. And if there's summer sun, then that means there's got to be some summer fun. And I'd recommend, Noah, checking out Backyard at Hudson Yards. I know I'll be there to listen to some music during their eight-week concert series this summer. Following the concerts, Hudson Yards bars and restaurants will look to keep the heat of the party going with a few specials. More artists will be announced in the coming weeks. And Noah, I don't know if you heard, but speaking of music, Lil Yachty just announced that he 
he's coming to the big city. That's right. The rapper is stopping at Central Park Summer Stage as part of his 39-stop world tour for his new psychedelic rock-inspired album, Let's Start Here. The tour is going to begin in D.C. and continue in New York on September 22nd. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. You know, while we stay on music, let's get to that music history. Bruce Springsteen made his North American TV debut on Saturday Night Live with Tom Hanks as host in 1992. Strike Accord is WFUV's public service campaign. Each quarter, we choose to highlight nonprofits in the New York City area that do work centered around a specific theme. This quarter, our focus is the heart of art. We take a look at organizations that use various mediums to spread kindness and hope in our community. WFUV's Isabel Danzis has more. My name is Claudia Fonadraber, and I am the executive director at CODA. So could you briefly describe what CODA does? CODA is a social practice residency for mid-career artists. We organize exhibitions, residencies, and arts education programs. What does mid-career artist mean to CODA? It means the person who has been um, doing work for a while, minimum 10 years. They're at least 30 years old. Uh, we don't have a very strict definition because there isn't one, uh, but uh, an artist who has had several solo shows, um, maybe a museum exhibition as well. Okay, and why is helping out these types of artists important? The art world and the art market very often focus on emerging artists or established artists. And mid-career artists are very often overlooked and we provide support and love working with those artists to just help with their careers. In terms of your work, do you mostly focus on one type of art or are the artists that you help out and support, do they do a whole range of mediums? It is visual arts, all range of mediums. In the past, we have worked with photographers, sculptors, uh, artists who make installations, public art, digital art, video art, all sorts of um, media. So we're not limiting ourselves to, to one particular kind. The most important thing is that it is conceptual and it is socially engaged. What type of barriers does the art world have for these mid-career artists that they have to overcome? They are overlooked because uh, on one hand, the art world is kind of expecting for them to just keep doing the same thing while mid-career artists, from the conversations we keep having and the surveys uh, we have done in the past, um, they also yearn experimentation. They want to do new things and uh, they, they, seem, they feel secluded in, in their work. Um, so there, there just isn't enough support for the newness that is possible um, and that the, the artists, you know, really want. Professional development is such a huge thing and uh, our professional development programs have been so successful. It's a um, big part of our residency program. Uh, to provide professional development and the artists decide how they want to spend their professional development credit depending on what they need at this moment in their career. Okay, um, so then what type of ways do you specifically support these artists? Is it mostly financial or is it connecting them with other artists or giving them space to show off their work? What kind of, what does that look like? 
So through our residencies, we provide a stipend, $1,000 at the moment. Um, we provide a professional development credit of $200. Um, and that can be used for anything from grant writing, legal advice, social media strategy, or linking them up with other arts professionals and artists who could be of help. There is also a monthly consultancy that we offer with our team. Um, and of course, uh, exhibition opportunities. And could you just elaborate a little bit more on what you mean by socially engaged art? It means art that deals with any particular topics that are of interest to, to the artist, um, that focus on uh, communities very often underserved and overlooked. That was WFUV's Isabel Danzis speaking to Claudia Ofwana Drabert about CODA and their work with mid-career artists. And that's our show for today. I'm Noah Osborne. And I'm Megan Oftermat. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, and culture. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.